Okay, well, so we'll go to the worldwide world, 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 world. You know what I'm saying. I don't. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends. Let's listen together on Get Dumped On and Info Dump Podcast. Welcome to Get Dumped On, an Infodump podcast. This is the podcast where four friends sit around, we tell each other things about the world, the way that it is, the way that it was, the way that we want it to be, and we have a good time, and sometimes we have a bad time, but it's it's still fun. So today we have a pretty special episode <laughs> for our 30th... Oh, I should introduce everybody, huh, if it's your first time listening. Um, hello, my name is Ash. I am joined here with Zach. Hello. Who is going to be telling us... A few fun facts uh, in a second, and then we have Andrew and Bo in that order. Why? Why is it? Why, why do I feel like Zach? Zach? It's like yeah. Zach first, and then you combine me and because Andrew. Because I yeah. like Zach like, the best. I get that. <laughs> oh, I get that. But Bo, we're people Bo, so too. Zach, who do you like the best? Yeah, Zach. Bo. It's Bo. Thank you. <laughs> so when when Zach introduces the podcast, um, he says you first. You know. Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm here. All right, I'll do the joke. I'm Andrew. Oh, God. To be fair, uh, Andrew, Andrew, you are the one who established the order of names when you wrote the theme song. Yeah, but again, again, that's true. It's just it, it, it goes Zach. It goes this is Zach, and then there's Bo and Andrew. Like we're like second class citizens. I mean, we are people. Let's not let's we, not kid I, ourselves. I, sh- 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 <laughs> I, let me let me live in my fantasy land, please. We are not this episode. We haven't even said what it is yet. I know this is a great one. I love it. Uh, for for our thirtieth episode, we are going to talk about our top five favorite things from thirty years ago, the year nineteen ninety three. So that's what we're. No, thirty years ago was nineteen seventy. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> Call back previous episode. Thirty years ago, nineteen ninety three. I don't. How, I don't listen how to this original joke to me. <laughs> how old was each of us in nineteen ninety three? You first. Don't fucking shame me. My age. I was five. <laughs> I was three. Or I turned I, five at the end. Yeah, of I that turned. Year. I turned three. I was two. I was one. Cool beans. So we're all over thirty. That was a fun little countdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just need a guest who's in the middle because we had five, then three, two, one. Justin. Mm. Stop. Stop with your Justin obsession. <laughs> enough is enough. He's so handsome. <laughs> Hi, Justin's mom. Oh, Jesus. Hi, Justin's Christ. sister. Hi, Justin. Hi, Hi, Hi Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi, Hi, Justin. Oh, Hi, Kevin. Hi. Okay, Zach, tell us, tell us a little bit about what it was like All to right. live in, in 1993. Let's take it back. It's 1993. A 22-ounce loaf of white bread cost 79 cents, and Ritz Jesus. crackers were $1.99 for a 16-ounce box. That seems like a lot. Yeah, that seems like a lot, right? Expensive I know, crackers. right? Like, you'd think that, you'd, you'd think, I don't know. Uh, the, the thing that really fucks me up here is that a two-liter bottle of Coke was 99 cents. Wow. Truly a different time. How much is a two liter two liter now? Oh, look it up. Someone go on Instacart. <laughs> <laughs> a two liter Instacart's bottle of Coke markup. at Walmart is two dollars and seventy two cents. Oh, I'm sorry. Is your name Bo? I was already doing it when he said that, so I wasn't gonna stop just because he said Bo. The federal minimum wage was four twenty five. Uh and the median household income was $31,230. Jesus. <laughs> so how much does everyone make now? $600,000. <laughs> Every two weeks, actually. 
And the median cost of a new home was $113,200. Jesus wow. Christ. As That's someone wild. who just Absolutely bought a new wild. home, and I know you guys just bought a new home, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. wild. And so then $100 in 1993 is $211.55 now. Although now what I'm really curious about is typing, if I type in the the federal minimum wage into the inflation calculator, has the federal minimum wage kept up with inflation? Let's see. Oh. Nope, it has not. The <laughs> current federal minimum wage surprising. is, what is it? Is it seven twenty-five or seven fifty an hour? Um, right? The federal minimum wage is seven twenty-five an hour. And if the federal minimum wage had kept up with inflation from nineteen ninety-three, it should be eight ninety-nine an hour. So thank Wake you up, to people. the people in our government. Sheeple. I mean, there's not a lot. You, you, you corporations own our government. It's fine. Yeah, we need yeah, more money fine. than that. Listen, listen, America, we need to talk. Yeah, I would like more money. We need Um, money now, money, please. Stop giving it to the military. I beg of you. Hmm. Keep giving it to the military because people like Justin. They can. I'm not saying give nothing to the military. I'm just saying maybe just like. If you're listening, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. (laughs) Thank you for your cervix. Thank me for your service. Wait. Oh, and so we. I mean, I don't really have memories of 1993, right? I was a very small baby child. Yeah, pretty vaguely. Um, I, there's like some stuff looking it up that like I could wait, wait. swear that Hold I on. remember, but I was only Zach, three. So really, is it just wronged a... in 1993? Zach always remembers things when he was wronged. So I want to know what was what was he wronged by? Hell, have, hell have in I hearing like Zach's score. <laughs> so true, though. My earliest memory of being wronged comes from kindergarten, and so I don't. A post nineteen ninety three. Pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. Though. I would have been in kindergarten in like what ninety five or ninety six. What year? Right? How old are you in kindergarten? Five usually when you go to kindergarten. Yeah, I didn't go to kindergarten. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Are you thinking of? Are you thinking preschool? Of preschool? I was just making shit up. I have no idea. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like five. So. No, I don't remember being wronged in 1993. Andrew, do you remember things from kindergarten? Because if you were, no. you probably, were you in kindergarten in 1993? I remember nothing. I he remember nothing. just said that he Again, didn't go to kindergarten. a lot of head trauma in my head from hitting hockey pucks in my face bucket helmet area. Oh so, my God, yeah, look at it, you play hockey. It's a lot, a lot of that's gone. Fucking okay hockey stud it. over here. It's the cost of doing business. It was a bucket robbery. <laughs> <laughs> of memories. Perfect. And so today we've all prepared a list of... Five things uh, that we are top five, five, five favorite things from 1993. Is that what we're calling this? Yeah. Top five things of 1993. Yeah, well, it's, it's 20. Personal top five things of 1993. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So intertwine? Who knows? Let's find, listen and let's find, find out. out. <laughs> Here we go. There's got to be some amount of of overlap between models. Well, there's all like, I, I know there's one thing I chose that I was like, that's going to get pick so i chose something differently i did the I, same thing yeah i did the same thing and i have honorable uh, mentions oh god we're all we, gonna have yeah, like I've obscure things mentions. that are gonna be overlapping can now I, can i can i think can, can i take a guess of like one thing I think okay one, but make one your thing. guess make your guess okay my, my guess is one of us picked jurassic park oh yeah big time no okay yeah so big time oh didn't, okay see then that's so that's why i decided not to do jurassic park okay well hey it's so tell you what uh, are we gonna do this one at a time each or are we gonna go yeah five? i think we're gonna go yeah. by group we're all gonna we're say five we're all gonna five. say four yeah okay yeah well is is jurassic park i assume somebody's five it's not my five okay it's well then five since oh, Zach, is jurassic park in it i mean it obviously is but okay so, okay, so, so, so yeah. since, let's go let's go reverse 
reverse order of um of names alphabetically. Zach, you start us first. What's okay, your number so five? My... <laughs> okay. There's two A's and a B that just goes all <laughs> the opposite. So yeah, all of mine are very are very much I'm not it's like this is like the classic disclaimer for our top five where this is just all my personal opinion and I'm not going by. Yeah, that's why Bo said it's personal top five things from 1993. It's in personal the name. Personal top yeah, five things. Keep yeah, up. Okay. Okay. I don't need to. I don't do, need do, to. Do you listen? Do you listen? All right. My number five, my top five, number five thing from 1993 is the song. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. But I won't do love. that. You know, I, I. I felt like you were going to put that on there, and I'm so glad good. that I was right. <laughs> it is uh, one of my favorite songs. It's uh, melodrama and cheese distilled into a 12-minute rock ballad. Um, the Jim Steinman production is just phenomenal. It's a big chef's kiss all around. It's got this maximalist Wagnerian thing to it that I absolutely love. Um, Meatloaf is a talented singer. Um, and so I always find that I don't like the stuff that he put out during the, his years that he wasn't working with Jim Steinman. Cause like Jim Steinman produced his bad out of hell album and a few of his, like all of his, basically all of his good music has been produced by Jim Steinman and everything else has not been that great. So like when the two of them are working together, it's phenomenal. And this is like the best thing that they did together. Everything's at level 11. It's a true achievement in modern camp and like. I, I love this song. That's really all I got to say about it. Can't argue with that. Didn't Meatloaf die recently? Yeah, he did. Uh, and Meatloaf you can play, like, did die clips, recently. Sound clips, little sound clips of what stuff we say, like, especially audio ones like music or. Uh, I don't want to get DCMA'd. So yeah, no. we're going to. I think I think you can do, I think 30 seconds Tell you is what. the free amount. Tell you what. Um, it's after this, if you want to go through the podcast and make a list of stuff and do it yourself, that's con- technically considered parody. So. If you want sure. to send me sound do... clips of you doing things, I'll gladly put them in there. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna do, I'll do it for your guys' too. So I'm going to sing my parody version of I won't do anything for love, but I won't do that. All right, Bo, what's, what what's, your, what's your number five? Or what, well, 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 let's, 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 let's discuss. Would you put number, Zach's number five anywhere near your five? No. <laughs> also, also, props to Lorraine Crosby for singing the female vocals and not being credited in the final track. Sorry. Yeah, That's credit up. your artists, bro. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Well, he's dead, but you know. <laughs> you son of a bitch? Yeah, you son of a bitch. He got weird when he got old. I also saw him in concert when I was in high school, uh, specifically because I was in such a really big meatloaf phase at the time. Um, we like. I, actually, <laughs> I also like, had a meatloaf phase, but it was the food. I yeah, legitimately a like. Phase? Zach does. Uh, I did. Um, I actually joined his fan club so that I could have access to the presale <laughs> for the tickets. Whoa. And I have never been more disappointed at a concert. It was terrible. It was really bad. It was awful. So I, you um, know, I, you're the only person I've ever met who's joined a fan club, like a real fan club. Two, yeah, at least. Was, There's two <laughs> that I know of that you're a part of. This one and Bigfoot. And the crazy thing is that I oh, yeah. I didn't even go by myself either. I went with two friends from high school um, who also were big into meat. Bunch of loaf, bunch of loaf heads. Bunch of loaf heads. Meat meatheads. Is that what do you call a group? Yeah, meatheads. Meat heads. Oh yeah. What we, do you call a group of meatloafs? Uh, meat leaf. Meat loaf. Loaf. Meat leaf. Meat leaf. Meat Meat loafins. But I remember we we split the cost of entry to the to the fan club. No, oh. if you eat meatloaf medium rare, you get salmonella. Don't do that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, let's let's we got to move on to somebody else's top five. Bo, Bo what do you got? <laughs> um, I have no particular order, so I'm just gonna throw I, stuff out there. 
I'm gonna say that too, just a heads up. Yeah, like, I'm so disappointed. Uh, in all of you. So, it's like acting. It's like asking me to pick my favorite child. It's my daughter, but um, <laughs> your son's gonna <laughs> listen to this one day. I do have an order. Number one is the only one that is number one. Okay, fine. That's Every fine. other one is like number one, and then two, 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 two. That's, that's what yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. That my my us. number one is is very number one. Okay, so this will probably be one of my fondest memories of video game history going up. Um, the release of NBA Jam on the Ooh. Super Nintendo. Ah, really? Cool. So, we're coming up awesome. with the, with a oh, he's on fire watching that net burn, and then hearing mm-hmm. boom shakalaka. <laughs> <laughs> How that was the theme sound of the, that awesome. one had like a ripping main menu theme, didn't it? I can't, wait, it I can't wait to hear yeah. Bo do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait until after the episode, we'll do some the post credits. Uh, I remember me. that game though. That game was fantastic. I remember like the, like Bo, you said like he's on fire, and you like jump from the halfway point. Like, <laughs> oh, it's like oh, this yeah, isn't yeah. what basketball is, but it was really cool. <laughs> it, it, but uh, it's what basketball people, could be. And the funny thing is, Michael Jordan wasn't in the game because he didn't give out his likeness. <laughs> it was great. So it was Scotty Pippen and someone else too. It was it was it was it was Jekyll Morden. It was Jekyll Morden. Oh, <laughs> I love Jekyll Morden. So I'm next, technically alphabetically. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to do math in no, my head. And by math, I mean a- letters. L M N O P Q R S. So Ash is next. Oh, you're right. Oh, hey, what's up? Wrong. I did the wrong one. Ash, what's up? Yeah, Ash is Yeah, see. A little-known thing called the World Wide Web was released into the public domain. It's the internet, baby. And the world became immediately worse. The world, it was... It was <laughs> the downfall of society started in 1993. It essentially <laughs> allowed you to download something new called a browser and visit websites. You can even build your own. You can send your friends these things called hyperlinks, and it'll take them to a web page. And uh, from, lo- from looking into it, it was a company called CERN, I think. And most people, uh, like in 1993 at least, joint. thought that it was like a fancy thing for fancy tech people. Like only like tech people were excited about it in 1993. But by the end of 1995, more than 24 million people in the U.S. and Canada spent an average of five hours per week on the Internet. CERN is the scientist group that made the Large Hadron Collider, too, right? Like, yep. like yeah, really? oh, no, you're right. Yeah. But CERN is not crazy shit. Someone check that. Wild. Someone check wild. That. <laughs> so uh, I, I just looked this up because Ash, uh, with this whole you know public domain internet thing, are you are you fact checking us? Can't believe you fact check me. I, I I looked up how long it took for people to use it for porn. Three years, nineteen ninety six. Not surprised. I'm surprised. It took I'm that surprised long, it took honestly. so long. Yeah. It says uh, sex dot com was the first. Uh, it was nineteen ninety six. What, what, what Creative, great amazing. Honestly, <laughs> if you're gonna get one, straight to the point. Sex.com. Yeah. <laughs> and now sex. I can't imagine my life so without the internet for so many reasons other than sex.com. It runs or, or everything sex, yeah. everywhere. Shout out to sex.com. I like sex.gov. Sex.gov. <laughs> get that tattooed in my arm. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, the internet. 1993. 30 years of the internet. Okay. Um, that's great. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's a good Andrew? pick. Number right, five Andrew, for me. Go. Again, no order other than one and the rest. Here we go. In 1993. A little little known network. I'm just kidding. It's huge now. The Food Network premiered. And I got to say, the amount of Food Network shows that I have watched in the last 30 years is staggering. Guys, grocery games, supermarket sweep, unwrapped, good eats. Come on. I'm going to kick off. some good shit. I'm going to kick off the fourth round because my number four is the Food Network. Yay! Yay! Oh, we're doubling down. One of the original Food Network stars was Rudy Giuliani's wife. (laughs) <laughs> oh i don't like that <laughs> she was her own person it's 
Is it ex-wife? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I mean, it's I I'm guessing. Know. I think I'm so. I'm guessing ex-wife. I think so. Yeah. yeah I mean, think decision. about like is is there like there's no counting the amount of times I have watched the Food Network. Just last night, Zach and yeah. I were watching Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. Mm-hmm. What? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, the amount of unwrapped that I watched was so much. Fucking chopped. And Good Eats. Chopped? Oh, oh chopped God, is I so good. So much. I watched so much Good Eats. Cutthroat Kitchen, where they make people bake on like kids toys dude it's amazing oh my gosh yes uh <laughs> back throwing it back old style uh emerald agassi live bam bam baby bam it up bam yeah the food uh, my my high school girlfriend her dad kind of looked like emerald and he was what's like, her name and what's he name? was always like making <laughs> emerald references was emerald? he was like he would like bam and uh, he would always he was like bam. always playing up how much he looked like emerald it was pretty bam. funny Remember when, like, before the internet, when your whole identity could be, hey, I look like this person? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even with the internet, it still can be. No, there's somebody yeah, you're who, right. like, there's a Taylor Swift impersonator that that's, like, her, like, whole job, I think. That's super weird. Yeah. And there is that Kid Rock impersonator who uh, beasts <laughs> oh, your friend's dad that's out of 10,000 Everyone from Alabama. Everyone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he's from oh, Michigan. Man. Well, okay, so, uh, since... That was Ash's number four as well. Zach, what's your number four? My number four is the beginning of uh, hippos living in Colombia. That is, this is my historical event. So my top five hey. is one each of different things that happened. And so this is my historical event. This is, um, do you know Pablo Fucking Escobar? Nerd. You heard of a Fucking little guy nerd. named Pablo Escobar? Little as in stature? Yeah. He's yeah, a little, little known. Little he's a little, like physically, he's a small person. Oh, this is on so my honorable Escobar. mentions list. So I'm very glad that you're talking about it, Zach. For those who don't know, Pablo Escobar was uh, a Colombian drug lord. He pretty much ran like the world market of cocaine. He was five six. Uh, a few years. And Are you short shaming right now? No, no isn't he said he's a little known guy. He's also a little guy. Oh, a little, little known guy. <laughs> this is <laughs> just facts. Yeah, he was one of the richest bitch. people in the world, just entirely because he was like the the kingpin of all cocaine distribution. Um, real piece of shit. Uh, but anyway, in December 1993, he was shot to death in his compound, and the people who then shot him uh, noticed that he had four hippopotamuses, and they were like, I'm not going to deal with that, and they just <laughs> let the hippos loose. So um, terrible. Hippos, Why would you do hippos, that? Because hippos are fucking scary. Yeah, they're, I know, but the- like, yeah, so you're like, let's let these four extremely dangerous animals loose. And so they went off into the jungle, and now they Nothing's live in the gonna rivers. Nothing's going to be able to kill and, them. And uh, they have they have uh, uh, proceeded to reproduce, and now there's about a hundred of them. And every once in a while, the Colombian government will try to cull them or sterilize them, and they they have varying levels of success. But ultimately, there are now a hundred hippopotamuses living in the jungle in Colombia, and isn't that great? Absolutely wild. Really interesting. So that happened in 1993. Population um, study, you know. Yeah, right. I like it. I, my curious, my thought is, I didn't realize that they they came from only four hippopotamuses. So, like, how much incest is involved in this population? Probably so like? much. Because I wonder how related they may have been to begin with. I don't know. So yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> the world's most inbred population of hippopotamuses. Hey, that's what you get when you deal with Pablo Escobar, okay? That's what you get yeah. when you just fucking let hippos go in the jungle. Like, wow. 
And that's right, that's the yeah. end of 1993. He died on December 2nd, so that's he had 30 30 days, and they they released the things, and that became a 1993 staple. Yeah, right at the end. Hey, it happened before the end of 1993. I'm counting it. It counts. It counts. It counts. 100. Mm-hmm. Bo, what's your next one? Okay, well, so we're going to the world, worldwide world, worldwide world. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> sports, baby. <laughs> sports, baby. <laughs> and let me, I'm going to make sure I, I didn't write the, there we go. In September 4th, 1993, New York Yankees pitcher Jim Abbott threw a no hitter. But the crazy thing about Jim throwing that no hitter, he only has one hand. Oh, I heard about this. Ah. He's the one-handed guy. So he has cool. he only he only has his left hand. So the, he did not let his disability enshrine because that once you throw a no hitter, you're enshrined to the Hall of Fame. To like that is a Hall of Fame moment, right? So that Jim throwing a one uh, no hitter with one hand, nice. That's rad. That's pretty sweet. The cool thing. So Jim what, Abbott, he, right? what he would do, Jim Abbott. Yeah. So what he would do is uh, how he threw his pitch. Right. He would tuck his glove under his right arm, throw. Then immediately go in defensive position oh, by s- s- sliding his left arm into the glove and go boom. Yeah. Wow, that's fast. Yeah, that's fucking. That's awesome. great. That's so cool. And it's a now, Yankee, so I'm happy about that. How long did what? he play for? Boo, Yankees. Uh, boo. He played for ten, uh, 10, 11 major league seasons. That's pretty effing good for a guy with one hand. Yeah. Yeah. He like wasn't he, the best, but eh? he had that one feet, and he no hand, all not odds feet. by being he had two <laughs> feet, little guy. Um, <laughs> finding all odds by being a one-handed, you know, basically not a full able-bodied person to p- p- uh, pitch professionally. Wow, yeah, you he's said the he Rick Allen of baseball. Sure, uh, that's who so is cool. the famously one-armed drummer of Def Leppard. I'm trying to find out how tall this guy was. <laughs> Why are you obsessed with how tall everybody is? He said he was a little guy. <laughs> no, I just said that I was just going to throw back joke. You know what I mean? Uh, he was, he was like, he's he a little not, guy. He was, he was like, a he's guy. a little guy. What's your next one, Andrew? Oh, he's not a little guy. He's not a little guy. He was 6'3". He's, just, he's, he's as tall as me and, me and Bo are. Very tall. Yeah. And almost sacks real close right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. In 1993, let me, get, let me tell you guys something. Tell, us. tell me about it. March Stood. 1993. The first ever Pentium processor was announced that paved the way for computer chips worldwide. Everything uses a computer chip. I thought that you were going to put this on your list. I saw it when I was looking at stuff and I was like, (laughs) I bet you Andrew's going to say that. If you think of the most important things that happened, I think this is definitely up there. It goes right along with the internet. Can't have the computers without internets. Can't have the internets without computers. Smart bulbs, smart cars, every phone, every TV, every monitor you have, every pretty much everything you have that is cool uses a computer chip in it. And this was one of the first that like blew shit out of the water, like microprocessor. The the Pentium inspired one of uh, Weird Al's best song parodies. It's all about the Pentiums, baby. Uh. (laughs) Heck yeah. I love all my stuff that uses computer chips. It rocks, but it was obsolete before I opened the box. You got to stop. (laughs) Do you all remember the um, game Trips Challenge? Why'd you stop? Yes. It's not from 1993, but uh, it was good, and you need a computer chip to use it. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Okay, well, since Ash uh, got skipped this round, Ash, what was your number three? My number three Black Sunday by Cypress Hill. Just a great album. It's a good album. Amazing staying power. I listen to Hill. it even before it was. It's got insane in the membrane. Oh, okay. It's got that's what, hits yeah, from that's the bong. Oh, okay, okay. It's hits from the bong. Um, it's a great album. I listened to it even before I was a stoner, and it, 
with their previous album, Cypress Hill, still the, their previous album was still on the charts, Ch- still on the charts. So they became the first hip hop group ever to have two albums in the top 10 of the U.S. Billboard 200 at the same time. The album went four times platinum sweet. in the U.S., sold 3.4 million copies. And that was the last thing they ever did. <laughs> Going on a win, I guess. They were on The Simpsons a few years after that, right? Well, well speaking of that, well, can I jump in? The, then? Yeah, do um, Oh, I had okay. Go, go finish. Go finish. 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 And fun fact: the the sound and in insane in the membrane, the like, whee, it's uh the sound of a horse neighing, and it's just like sped up. I love it. I love it. I imagine well, they all went to the the country, and the as, as you do, mm-hmm. you know, with your rap, yeah. with your rap cronies, you, you go out to the country and have a little a little yeehaw time. And one of them was <laughs> like, "Hey, you know what? That horse, that horse can be a star, right? Yeah, that, 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 that horse got horse. moxie. You want to be a yeah. star, horse? Get on in here." <laughs> Haha, ha, you no, all wait, believe me. Is it, that's, just a, that's just a pervasive rumor. It's not actually true. But oh my god, why would you do that? Oh, man, I wish it was. Well, tell them we said that, now it's true. So like, yeah, like hey, 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 horse, get over here. They'll, they'll <laughs> spoke with the uh, transatlantic accents, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. as you do. The, the rap, the rap uh, lingo was just uh, a show put, yeah. uh, put on, you know. They're like, no, they, they get over here. But in 1993, it was before they confirmed that it was not a horse, so... If you lived in 1993, you know, there's no way of knowing for sure if it was or was not a horse. I'm insane in the brain. <laughs> and seven years later, there would Got be no multiple horses sampled on Since I Left You by The Avalanches, one of oh. the best albums to be made entirely of samples. In 1993? Cool. No, in 2000. Okay, so, so why'd you bring it up? <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good album, though. Let's Bo. switch up the order and go to Bo. That's what I was going to say. All right, so, so Zach already mentioned Simpsons it. Thing. So my Simpsons thing, it, it happened to be my favorite season. When I ever restart while watching The Simpsons, I don't do one, two, three, or four. I started season five, which was released in 93, and I consider that hands down the best season mm. of The Simpsons. Like, it's just, you think it's the funniest? I think it's the funniest. I think every joke uh, hits, like, it starts off with, with Homer's, bar, uh, the, home, the barbershop quartet. Love that episode. It's a great episode. You got Homer going to college. He hangs out with the nerds. It's just a parody of National Lampoon's Animal House, basically. <laughs> it's got the episode with uh, Die, Bart, Die. Uh, that's a German the, for the Bart, D, the. D, Bart, D. <laughs> fucking great joke. Homer goes to space with the alarm sh- with Buzz Aldrin. Not yeah, that's like Armstrong. peak Simpsons. Like Bart gets season a, five. Bart gets an elephant. All these fucking great, great, great fucking, I love it too much. <laughs> Um, in, it. in researching this episode, Zach said to me, I could do this episode just on Simpsons episode that came out in 1993. Yeah, oh, it's, it's my favorite season. I think my, I, I was hearing it. I was listening to one podcast. They were doing a bait. Like what's the favorite season? They all said six, five, six, and seven. I'm like, ah, oh, five's the best. Five is the only mm-hmm. best. I love it. They did the Rosebud parody with Mr. Burns, uh, bear Bobo. I love it. Cause his name is oh. Bo. Bo. Mm. Oh my God. Awesome. Uh, so, Zach, what's your number three? Uh, this is where I put Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park! Holy freaking I, crap, it's a dinosaur. <laughs> da, da, da. I didn't want to be like, because if I figured that everybody would probably like, I don't know, Jurassic Park is just like objectively one of the best things to happen in 1993. So I figured that somebody would probably put it, but I figured that everybody would assume that somebody else was going to put it and that nobody yeah, else was going to put it because that's exactly, exactly what happened. 100%. So I figured exactly I would take one for the team and make sure that we talk about Jurassic Park because goddamn, this movie fucking rips. What a great goddamn It's so movie. good. It should be you to talk about it, Zach. Dinosaurs, movies, Were you part of a fan practical club? effects, I- <laughs> CGI effects. Funny thing about that movie, 
I couldn't watch that movie until my late twenties because when late I watched 20s. it when I, was ten, when I was ten years old, I first time watched it. That's I, like I, a I few had years t- ago. I had it gave me nightmares. Oh, as a kid, <laughs> uh, every time I tra- every time I would I, a single scene would be on TV, I'd get a nightmare that Which night. Which one? T Rex oh. chasing me. The kitchen. Is it the T Rex part or is it the kitchen part? It, no, it's just regardless. There's a T Rex after any any time it drives on TV for a second. I was just afraid of dinos. Uh, I was dinosaurs so haunted my Yeah, but Bo watched Land Before Time too, and it the fuck it fucked him up. <laughs> it did that and Jurassic Park. Just stay away from. And that show, the dinosaurs from the '90s. Oh yeah, it fucked him up bad. Oh, I was oh, so yeah. fucked. They were all weird <laughs> with those scary ass puppets. Yeah, I'm the baby. Like, what the fuck get to kill it? <laughs> I don't remember being exposed to Jurassic Park before. I was, I think, I was 14 watching it in freshman year science class. And I was like, this movie looks pretty cool. I should watch this and then watch it later at some point. Yeah, it's fucking great. It's a it's it's an astonishing achievement in practical and computer effects. Like in, in rewatching it, you know, you, you always remember the CGI and like how revolutionary the CGI was. But there's surprisingly few CGI scenes in the entire movie. And so much of it is just really, really well done puppetry. And I like. The CGI blends together with the puppetry so seamlessly that it just both it makes both of them feel realer than they really are. And it's just like, I don't know, Steven Spielberg is he's his his skill for like setting scenes like that and directing these sorts of uh, of things is really just unparalleled. And Jurassic Park is God, kind of just him, showing why don't you him marry him? Most. Jeez. Well, because I feel like a lot of the stuff that he's done more recently has been too safe. It hasn't really actually been that interesting. I would probably say that Spielberg peaked with Jurassic Park, although Schindler's List came out later that year. And so it's like, I don't. You're going to you're going to say Jurassic Park is better than Schindler's List. It's a more enjoyable movie. That's for goddamn sure. That I can get. Um, I mean, Saving Private Ryan was pretty good too, but that was like 1998. I, I don't really know if I, I could sit, point to any like really great Spielberg movies since like 2000, except but the, with the, those the, goddamn dinosaurs. Can, can I point to the movie out was pretty good, quick? and then I never saw Lincoln, but I heard Lincoln was good. What? What? Uh, Bo said he had nightmares from watching Jurassic Park, but he didn't mm-hmm. say he had nightmares from watching Schindler's List. So, oh, well, I, I, well, the funny thing is. No. <laughs> funny thing is i've never seen Bo, you're gonna get list. this podcast canceled he didn't, say it. he didn't say it he's safe for now uh, but yeah i could totally blow this movie for like an entire podcast um i would the, the the last thing that i'll say is that anybody who likes the movie should also read the book um because while the movie's a really great as a movie it's actually a pretty better. it's a pretty bad adaptation of the book and i and i say that in the terms of like they're both good but like the book is has uh i don't know it's gorier uh it's got a lot of scenes that were cut that ended up into the second and third movies as well like there's a whole part with pterodactyls mm. that just gets completely cut out of the movie um there's like a lot of characters who survive in the movie die in the book and just you know Hammond, uh, like john hammond was like a completely different character in the book as well they're very different um approaches to the same story so i really recommend reading the book as well so that goes back to hey here's a book that's really good let's change it and make it all hollywoody and that's all cool and it worked once and now they've been mm-hmm. trying to do that shit ever since and it has never worked <laughs> well, i mean yeah, they've been making movies Spielberg based on books ever risks. since yeah forever forever what's Andrew, I, what's your next one we can't let's let's I mean, you can't talk about stuff from 1993 
and not talk about Jurassic Park, but you can't spend okay. the whole time talking about Jurassic Park. I'm gonna uh I'll 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 bring forward my my media one. Yeah, bring it forward. This bring, one. It, bring it closer. Bring it closer. One of the rare sequels that was, in my opinion, miles better than the original movie came out in 1993. Would anyone like to guess? The Brave Little Toaster. No. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. Wayne's World 2 was released in 1993. Ah. <laughs> and I think that that movie is genuinely better than the first one. It Have is I so good. Chris Farley is in it. Chris Farley's in the first one. He's also in the second one, and he's great. And it's all about making Wayne Stock, this the the music festival he wants to do. And while Wayne Stock, or while while Wayne's World number one has the you know the classic you know Bohemian Rhapsody shit, it's great. It's great all across the board. It's great. This movie as a movie though was funnier in my <laughs> opinion. I haven't seen Wayne's World two in forever. I actually watched Wayne's World one like last weekend. Um, I don't remember much about Wayne's World 2. Rounded out this my, weekend, baby. Have I ever yeah, my, seen my, it? My opinion of it is that it's not as good as the first one, but I'll have to revisit it now that you've now that you've sang to its praises. I think it's great. We, just need, we need more Mike Myers movies. Uh, Mike Myers yeah, what the hell happened to Mike Myers? Myers. He, he just put stopped. out the Pentaverit on Netflix That's last true. year, and it was that fucking was, phenomenal. Uh, that, it was, but, the other, but prior to that, like it was like nothing. Yeah. I will say, I mean, the man whatever. put out the man it's was Mike hard Myers. at work for so long. Let him yeah. rest. Give him a break. No, he Don pumped out classic after classic for my entertainment. <laughs> you know, after the Love Guru, he needed to take a break, and I understand that. But yeah. other than that, everything else he made fucking slapped. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's ostensibly it's a Mike Myers vehicle, but I I feel like Dana Carvey really steals the show in most of their scenes together. Like. I think I think they just work well with yeah, each other. Yeah, you can't have one without yeah, the other. They have really great character chemistry. Yeah. And it's uh one thing that you really have to give uh Mike Myers credit for is casting Tia Carrere uh in these movies as like the romantic lead because how often do you get a badass Asian woman as the romantic lead in a comedy movie in the early 90s? That was a very progressive move and we can applaud him for it. Yeah, and she's very attractive. That's also that's also yeah, yeah. objectively true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of uh, needing one without Asians? the other, I'm oh. going to move down to my number two then. And okay. we're going to reverse the order here. My number okay. two in 1993, these are two food items that came out. And I don't think you can have one without the other, just as you would have Mike Myers without Dana Carvey. In 1993, number one, Hershey's Cookies and Cream Bar was Ew. released. Hmm. That's the I, white chocolate one, right? I like those. World's and I'm better not going to pretend it. that I don't. They're, they're, it's, <laughs> it's white chocolate with little cookie Gross. cookie crumbles in there. No, it I, tastes no, like cookies and cream. But what's it. the other one? I think Ashes it's fantastic. Pe- and Ashes you can't have sucks. one without the other. In 1993, Zima came out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I and definitely I was think, not drinking Zima in 1993. When I think of Hershey's mm. cookies and cream, being puked up after throwing down a few Zimas. That's 1993, 100%. You had a really weird being five years old. <laughs> yeah, five years old is a rough time. There's a reason why I don't remember. <laughs> Too many Zimas. All right, Ash, what do you got for us? What's your number two? Uh, my number two is going back to movies. A little movie called The Sandlot came out that I really loved when I was younger. Oh, God, I fucking love that movie. Good oh, call. Yeah. Oh, great good movie, one. inspirational tale, fun antics, nostalgia for a more simple time. It apparently was not originally intended to be a baseball movie when it was first written, what? and then yeah, they what like to call it. What would it, it have was, been? It was not like, a baseball movie. It was the like dirt the, lot. well because the the core of it is like <laughs> a group of young boys growing up and like you know 
being learning stuff about themselves in the world. It's just like a feel good tale. So like, oh, how better can we do that? Baseball. Hey. And they, they have they have the kids people together. I've been it, saying that for years. The inclusion of baseball as a character in the film, it really brings that extra level of nostalgia and like camaraderie. It's the gentleman's game. These kids, I just fucking love baseball. Wait, and this baseball movie is, is really a character? good. I mean, you can argue it. The game of baseball. Like a it's real what draws them all together. It's baseball? like how it's like how the last character in Sex in the City is the city of New York. The last character that's in the Sandlot that's, uh, that's, is, is that's baseball. every romantic comedy in New York. <laughs> yeah, they're always real. like the next the the city yeah. in New York. It's really Sleep- a main character of our movie. Yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. The Seattle, the city that never slept. New York was a huge character in Sleepless in Seattle. And they got James yeah. Earl Jones <laughs> in the good quiet, Any movie with James Earl Jones is gonna be good, right? And there's a dog. That's true. Yeah. Some person named Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. You know, so I actually I I uh, I went to trivia. Uh, as I do every week. And one of the answers was, what was Babe Ruth's first name? And I got it because I remembered this movie. What, what was it? George. George. Because I remember he was like, Babe Ruth, George something, Ruth. Is Herman? I don't remember the middle one. But when he was yelling at him about the Great Bambino. The Great, the great Bambino. Bambino. The Salt and the Swat. The King of Crash. The Colossus of Clout. The Colossus of Clout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, say a, lot, say a lot quote and party. That's the rest of the episode. Fuck it. <laughs> Such a good movie. So good. I haven't watched it in a really long time. I would it's, like to watch it again. I assume it's great. Dennis Leary's it, in it? it Come yeah. on. Ah, uh, yes, Dennis Leary. They all, they all dig dip. It's great. They have and a wild time at the carnival. <laughs> who who hasn't done playing. that? Do, 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 do. <laughs> do oh, <man>. That's funny. <laughs> uh, and I read that the, um, the scene where they do dip and they get all sick off of it. It obviously was an actual dip because they're not going to do that to their actors. But apparently the concoction that they gave them was like banana and something was like also <laughs> just really disgusting. And a bunch of them ended up barfing for real because it just tasted really bad. Awesome. <laughs> I would. I hate banana. So I get it. Uh, Bo, what's your number two? Um, all right. Well, uh, do I stick with the theme or do I throw it left? Left curve? 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 I got two curve? left, baby. You got two yeah, left. Okay, the next okay. one is number we'll one. Do, okay. Yeah. We'll, take, we'll, take, we'll take a movie then. Still, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. Not before, yeah. Hmm. Blah, yeah. A, a classic. So a, many people love a that classic. movie. Classic. Yeah. Henry Selleck. And me. I'm in the movie. Do you guys know that? Child Star. <laughs> wow. No, I love that movie. Who did you I play, Bo? Freaked me out. What? Who did you play in the movie? Oh, I was Jack Skellington. You guys didn't wow. know? But the awesome one. I was young Jack Skellington, but they cut the part from the this movie. This is Halloween. I was, this is Halloween. I was baby. I was baby. Baby Jack Skellington, but they cut that part. Rip. My mom's still mad to this day. No, what a classic, weird, fucking Tim Burton fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs> fucking inspiring weirdo. a creepy generation anew. And it was a Disney movie Yeah, on top of all that. So many mm-hmm. goth girls have tattoos of them on their bodies. That's their, that's their identity now. Just it, thirsting it, over it, a skeleton Jack man who Sally. sings. Oh, girls yeah. can't resist a tenor, you know? Doesn't matter if he's got yeah. skin. And Danny Elfman is a great composer in himself, too. I and did the theme song of the Simpsons. face. Like that shit's Bang. scary. Dan, Danny Elfman, what a guy! What Danny Elfman gets around. He's he's done a lot of good mm-hmm. shit. Let's yeah. give a applause for Danny Elfman. Like he's never hey, got one before. Let's, let's give it to him. Oingo, Boingo. I don't I don't know if we should be giving it up for Danny Elfman. He's currently battling allegations. Let's oh not God, give it up you? for Danny Elfman. Let's, let's, <laughs> take that Let, let's see what the court says first before we give and it then up we'll for give Danny it up for Danny Elfman. Wow, I just looked up what Danny Elfman looks like. He looks crazy. I don't really know who this is. Who you're talking about? Danny, I, Danny Elfman? I do not think I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas. 
You've never uh, seen it? Loaf, you're in a meatloaf fan club, but you've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure that I saw it me. as a kid, but I have not seen it since then. The uh, animation is episode. I want, oh, yeah, I, want sure. epi- I want an episode of just Zach. I just want one episode of just you just spouting everything about yourself. Let you talk about you and you and everything that's been scorned. Yeah, we won't even show up. Like, you could just just, go. I just just want to sit back (laughs) and listen to Zach talk about Zach's childhood, adulthood, and everything in between. And Bo's going to listen to it at night before he goes to sleep. You fascinate me sometimes. Speaking of Zach fascination, Zach, what's your number two, baby? What's your number two, baby? Uh, My number two is season four, episode 12 of The Simpsons. Uh, yeah. So I'd say that's considered a uh, considered number lap with Bose, though. <laughs> it is, but also no, because no, no, Bose talking about five. season five. I'm fine. I'm okay. specifically okay. talking about season four, episode twelve, aired January fourteenth, nineteen ninety three. Give me the title. Give me the title. It is Marge versus the Monorail. Oh yeah, classic. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I definitely a hundred percent know what this is, and I've seen so much of The Simpsons. I rewatched this episode earlier today just to make sure that I wasn't going to be talking out of my ass saying that it is legitimately one of my favorite episodes of the series. I consider I consider it the best episode of all fucking time. The Simpsons. It has it so many classic. But bits. it's not a like, season I five, though. I wasn't even thinking about like. But still, I still consider. I, oh, I, it's got special accommodations. Like, obviously, all the, the monorail mm-hmm. stuff is hilarious. The monorail song is great, but then it's got like so many one-off lines that have become incredible classics, like the like the the snrub thing, or <laughs> when they show the file photo of Homer and it's just him with like 40 cigarettes in his mouth. Uh, <laughs> I love all the file photos they always use yeah. on people. <laughs> it's got the kids can call you Hoju in it. <laughs> yes. Um it's uh, Phil Hartman. I mean, Phil Hartman's done Phil a Hartman, thousand just, just phenomenal Hartman, voices, but great. like Lyle Landley is one of his best because he's basically playing Howard Hill from the Music Man, uh, or Her- Harold Leonard Hill. Nimoy's in it. Leonard Nimoy's in it. It's got the 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 closet full of opossums. I call the big one bitey. <laughs> I call the big one bitey. I'm gonna watch it after this. I got it. It's a great episode. <laughs> Do you know who wrote the episode? Uh, no, who wrote it? Conan O'Brien. Nice. Fun fact, he was, out there too. Yeah, he's written a lot of the really great episodes. I know. So, speaking yeah. of Conan O'Brien, should, should we should we throw out some honorable mentions right now before we get to our number ones? Did did Bo do his number two? Did everyone? Yeah, I did my number two. Oh, okay. uh, Nightmare. Oh, okay. right. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do our honorable mentions honorable before mentions. getting to number so, one. So, well, speaking of Conan O'Brien, Conan O'Brien was announced as the uh, successor to ah. um, what's, what's his name, uh, David Letterman in uh, to Jay Leno. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, that's that was later. <laughs> Uh, Mortal Kombat was released on um, home consoles, or you want to do that too. Mortal Kombat Two was released, the first yeah. major releases of. I love uh, those games. That I have it, it came out. 90, it came. It came out ninety two first on the arcade only. Then ninety three came to home. Oh, okay. nice, that nice, nice. That counts. Yeah. That counts. I like it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I have an honorable mention, but I want to. It might be someone's number one, so I'm not gonna say it till the very, very end. Is it Boy Meets World? Because another one no. I have. <laughs> um, I would note that um, one of my favorite toys came out which uh was a flying alien queen uh which had these like spring-loaded claws and i ended up i got it a couple of years Very later specific. at a church tag sale oh, i got it a couple of years later at a church tag sale it had these wings with like a button you could push to flap them uh it was very cool i was too young to have it but i loved it and i got rid of it for some reason i don't remember what but it's very it makes me very sad um the it was so uh, specific the, 
the second edition of Warhammer 40,000 was oh released. Oh my god. I was wondering like if Warhammer was going to be on edition. any of these. Um, the, like, the Rogue Trader came out in 1987, but this was the first like box set for a new edition that had like a full army in the box. So this was what kind of made it become like... Give me the Zach podcast. Main, what main it is today. Popularity. I didn't get into Warhammer until the 2010s, so I don't have any experience with it, which is why I didn't end up on my list, but... Uh, it, it introduced these really great classic space marine models that I actually might buy a sprue of on eBay right now because they're pretty <laughs> sweet. But um, yeah, Warhammer Second Edition. Jeff Taylor artwork on the box is just so retro and choice. I love it. Uh, and the old uh, orc boys in that box set are really great as well. Ash, what do you got? Zachary, do you have any more? Um, Houdini by the Melvins is a great album oh, that I- came out. I had more too. I thought it was just giving me a chance to. Oh, okay. Rhythm is a dancer came out. Which was another trying to break song. it up in between, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just um, listening yeah. to things. I have, I have some Tombstone, stuff. Tombstone, the movie Tombstone oh, came out. Oh, okay. really... oh my god. Um, I <laughs> Those are my... all my honorable mentions. <laughs> I took my first step. It's really hard for me to world. narrow it down to five. Sorry. Same I movie. went from a person who could not walk to a person who could walk in 1993. That's pretty cool. Who? And you just been walking ever since. Me. Oh, you? Yeah, totally. Yeah, me. Um, we had the first female attorney general named Janet Reno. Mm-hmm. Way to bring Chain gender into this. Um, the <laughs> X Files came out. <laughs> Zach and I just started watching that in its thirtieth year. Um, a really funny thing. My last one, going back to the whole uh, pervasive rumor thing. Something called Hairgate happened in 1993 with Hairgate. President with President Bill Clinton. Okay, hold on. Let's let's, let's wildly speculate. Standards gates. Wildly let's poli- wildly speculate this. Bo, go ahead. Uh it was. Uh, let's just say. Um. No, okay. It has something. <laughs> he to just do talked with himself hair. out of something right there. <laughs> it just happened to do something with hair, but not up there, but down there. He, oh, you're thinking classic, cube situation. Classic, classic slick willy. Yep. He was filmed eating a sandwich at a at a PR thing. He's like, "Oh, sandwich is good," and he took a bite of it, and there was clearly like a really long hair in it that he like when he pulled the sandwich away, but he still <laughs> slurped it down. That's my idea of hair game. <laughs> Okay. I just imagine that it was probably knowing what it was, what the world was like in the early '90s. Probably just Bill Clinton showing up to some political event, and his hair was not in one of the three preordained acceptable (laughs) styles for adult men. None of you are correct. Um, He received a haircut on his plane, um, and it was reported at the time that this it was the most expensive haircut in the entire world because it was over a two hundred dollar haircut from his personal professional. Holly hired hairstylist from Beverly Hills and it shut down the airport for two hours and planes were diverted and planes had to circle overhead to wait while the president got his haircut before he left on his plane. They couldn't cut it on the plane Amazing. while he was flying. That seems dangerous. Turbulence, Andrew. Turbulence. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. I assume that plane doesn't have turbulence because it's for the president. But in reality, um, it was fine. He just got his haircut. Sometimes as a president, you just have to get your haircut at weird times. Uh, there was one unscheduled <laughs> flight that was delayed for two minutes, um, presumably from the and car of the hairstylist. Nine eleven. Uh, that was coming onto the to the the plane, and he got his haircut and he left, and that was that. But it was sensationalism by Republicans who hated him. They were they wanted to slander him, so what? they made up this story about Hairgate Republicans, and people believed it. It was a widespread rumor for for many 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 years. I've never known a Republican to do that. <laughs> I could even say Remember that when laughing. Obama showed up in a tan suit? And people lost their goddamn minds? Because he looked yeah. like a fucking G. <laughs> oh, President Kennedy looked that cool? Yeah. 
it's awesome. Um, let's see. And uh, 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 um, my my last honorable mention was gosh, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I think I, no, I may it. have, I may it. have it. chosen well, one of your finals, so I'm not going to take well, one. Go, go, ahead. Not mine. Our, go ahead. and honorable mention, one. right? We could we could do our we could do our one. But what do you got do... for number one? Oh, uh, the Cranberries albums. Every everybody else is doing it, so why can't we? Has one of my favorite songs on there. Linger from the oh, Cranberries. That's a great song. Oh. I it's fucking a really love Doris. Brad? She's a fucking great singer, and I'm rest teas and peas to her, but she was great. Respect. And Dreams, too, I guess. But was it better. sounded like you good said rest one. in pieces. That was my number one. <laughs> that was the last one I don't mention. Oh, your, what, what, what's, your, what's your number one? Yeah, let's start with number oh, one. one. Oh. Let's do a drum roll. Bo's oh. number one is... Oh, May 7th, 1991, me turning two years old. Yeah, buddy! <laughs> Did you say 1991? <laughs> Terrible twos, here comes no, Bo. no. You said I did, I did, I did. My bad. <laughs> terrible twos. It's fine. It's fine. Bo entering his terrible twos. What, what was he like back then? A weirdo, that's for sure. It's still him to this day. Hey, everyone, give it up for my mom. She put up Yay. a lot with me. I, she, he never truly, I, like, he never truly left have, the terrible twos. He just embraced it, you know? No, it did. It, 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 it happens every time. The same. There's a two. So it was when he was two. It was when, and then he was good until he was 12. And then, you know, 20 comes, it's like, comes around every time there's a two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can like we, it. can we find photos of ourselves from 1993 to use as the picture to post on social media? For I this? would probably I not funny. be able to do that. I, for, I forgot to text my mom. <laughs> I was like, cause I was going to like do the debt, you know, uh, stuff like that. I'm like, mom, how, how much did I weigh and stuff like that? I wanted to give like a whole breakdown of me <laughs> at the age of two. She's like, you were, you were just a, you were just a chonker. <laughs> 30 Fat pounds, baby. two feet tall. Fun fact, fun fact about me, I was actually a pretty fucking ugly baby. I was born with old man hair, so I had a bald spot on top. Oh, just like now. Cro- cro- cross it. He came out, cross the doctor's it. like, that is an ugly baby. An ugly <laughs> no, he, just came, he just came out, and the doctor's like, oh, oh. I was also, I was also cross-eyed. Oh. And oh. I was born with two teeth. Oh. I hate that, actually. That's Wait, disgusting. I don't know anything about the babies, t- but I feel like that's t- weird. Yeah, usually they're born with none, and, and they don't have like any for a long time. You stayed in there too long. Where the va- whatever the vampire teeth were. Oh shit! Oh my God, was a vampire. vampire. Confirmed, he's an old vampire. He's old bald vampire. Hello, ah, ah, like Bo. a lot more. It explains a lot more. I was born a month premature. And you still had teeth. What? Anything? I would have said you were born at ten months at the very earliest. Is that just something that your parents told you to make you feel special? You came out with full teeth. I'll find photos. You're a big There's... special boy. You're cross-eyed and your teeth and your bald spot. You're a beautiful baby boy. I was a definition of a face that only a mother can love. <laughs> she had to. It's the law. Uh, well, you know what? That's, that was great. I like that. I'll tell you what. Let's move on to Ash. What's your number? What's your number one? Let's let's hit it. A little known program. Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, the science guy, came out on Syndicate in 1993. I, I, you know what? I will go as far as crediting Bill Nye with my love of science and learning. And I, it was like the best thing. It like piqued my interest about the world around me and how it works. And I'm not the most like scientifically minded in terms of like physics or chemistry, but like that fun educational learning content. I was, I was so into it. I learned so much. I love and learning even to this day. When the teacher would roll in that TV 
And oh, Bill started TV on that freaking TV. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, get the oh, fucking getting, the giant it's, it's strap on it so like no one would knock it over. It, it was locked down. Bill <laughs> fucking Nye, locked down ready, the baby. science guy. We had Loved a it. we had a, a Bill uh, we had a Bill Nye CD ROM game that was called like Stop the Rock and it was one of those like point and click adventure games where you had to Dwayne go Johnson? through Bill Nye's it, it was <laughs> like a acting. it was a like a, an asteroid that was going to hit the planet and so we had you had to like go around Bill Nye's lab and figure out how to stop the asteroid but my, I don't think my sister and I could ever figure it out because we were like five <laughs> six <laughs> idiot kids Zach's sister why didn't you figure it out you're supposed to be the smart one. Yeah, what the yeah. hell, Sarah? Sarah. <laughs> but Bill, Sarah, come Bill on. Nye didn't Sarah. come out uh, on PBS until 1994, but it aired on a different channel called Syndicate in 1993. Is, does that just mean syndication or... Oh, maybe. It was literally a channel called Syndicate. I don't know. I didn't look into it that much. <laughs> Live fact-checking coming right now. I don't know. Should I? Should I? Should I? Should I I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Are we keeping this silence in the final? So, uh-huh. uh, so the pilot episode, the pilot episodes were 1991, but season one officially started in 1993. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, I checked. I mean, I checked. I made sure. Yeah. So yeah. technically, that wasn't the, the first question, season Andrew. started. Was it? I'm sorry. He's. I'm sorry. He's fact checking. He didn't even fact check the right thing. Too. The he's right thing is what? No, where no. did it air? Oh, in, on you, syndication. Broadcast syndication. On syndication. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're figuring out. Not that. You're the one who finds society to try hey, extra fact facts. checks go all the way, motherfucker. <laughs> you're a piece of shit for that. I know. That's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm okay with that. Someone has to be. This has gotten too aggressive. Yeah, you piece no? of shit. Hey, Zach, you piece of shit. What's your number one? <laughs> yeah, you piece of shit. Tell us what you think the number one thing is in 1993, you piece of shit. Yeah, my my number one thing for 1993, this is based entirely on nostalgia, but both said that he turned two so like you don't I, have to justify your answer it's your answer just say it okay, okay. I, so I, I my in no particular order my number one thing of 1993 is the transformers generation two mini autobots line um specifically sea spray and beachcomber yeah the mini, little... the mini ones are the ones that attach to them right attach the mini autobots no those right? are mini cons those came out like oh, 10 years okay, later sorry. these are just oh, little tiny oh uh, you fucking autobots. idiot you're, you're embarrassing yourself right now oh my i I, I have I have these two of them on my desk right now, and these are the ones that I had when I was a kid. And I don't remember which. I I think that the beachcomber he beachcomber is a he's a little like dune buggy who turns into a little robot man. Um, and it's really cool because this line had these like metallic colored like chrome parts to it. So he's got these like chromed out green highlights to him, uh, which are super cool. And he's small. He's like two or three inches long. This is a little guy. And I got them because I, I think I got them as a present from my parents for completing an entire game of youth soccer without <laughs> like sitting down on the sidelines and stopping paying attention to the That's game. That's the most on-brand shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh my God. <laughs> so now, now do you understand why I need that podcast? <laughs> and then like, I good job this. standing up, sweetie. Here's a toy. <laughs> Well, I got in trouble because like I would go to soccer games and then I would just sit on this like yeah. I, I they'd I'd go onto the field and I'd just like sit yeah, down so and like funny. play said, with like the little barricades or like rip up grass or you whatever. You said fine, I will engage in your barbaric game, but you have to buy me fun trinkets afterward. <laughs> yes, I require a transformer. Uh and then sea spray is a uh, is like a hovercraft, um like a like a, a water boat. Situation, I like how this like has become show boat. and tell. Uh, 
with these really I like cool this one. It's Crow, and it's a hovercraft, and I really <laughs> like it. I got it because I played soccer. I played it in I the bathtub, and it goes. This one I also got because I I also got because I behaved myself somewhere where I needed oh to behave. <laughs> worked and they ran with it honestly like yeah. they're like adhd medication does not exist yet this is what we have to do and these they're little tiny ones so they were probably cheap so it worked That's out so funny um and so those are my number one thing and you appreciated them because you still own them i still have them i love them they're on my desk because you, you know, will never throw one, anything away one that but two like how many of us can say that we have things from 1993 on our person i have something from 1992 a i have my I have myself. <laughs> we all have that bow. We're all here right we now. We all have you, okay. bow. There we go. We all have all a right. little bow inside of all of us. All right, Andrew, hit us with your number one slash your honorable mention, since it doesn't right, seem like so, anyone said yeah. it. Honorable mention, yeah. I thought you, one of you guys was going to call this one out. I thought it would be someone's number one. So the honorable mention first for number one, Rocco's Modern Life, September oh my God, 18th, Rocco's Modern Life. 1993. Yeah. Really good. Really good oh shit. My. That was awesome. It was hard not to put that in my top five because it's great. Yeah, it was really good. That would have been hard for me as well if I knew that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the number one for Andrew, it's the most, again, on-brand shit you would ever hear. October 8th, 1993. Quack. 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 I was going to ask if it had something to do with the Ducks. Quack. Anaheim Ducks' first ever game at the Uh. Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. The pregame was laden with Disney stuff. It was terrible. If you ever want (laughs) to laugh, look that up, because it's fucking crazy. It's pretty much Disney on ice for 20 goddamn minutes. And then the Ducks finally came out, the, NH, the NHL's first team in Anaheim, right next to Disneyland, and they got fucking smoked 7-2 to two by the oh. Detroit Red Wings. But, you know what? That paved the way for a lot of me, because the Ducks have been my favorite team for, through so many highs, so many lows, winning the Stanley Cup, and being in dead last this season. I love them to death, and 30 years of greatness. Quiet, I saw this quiet, when quiet, I was quiet, researching, quiet. and I was like, if this doesn't show up on Andrew's list somewhere, I'm going to be astonished if i didn't my wife would have left me 100%. you gotta you gotta because we met at that stadium so she's yeah oh everybody listening tell us your favorite things from 1993 send us send us messages yeah. on instagram send us an email um get done from podcast at gmail.com and tell us if Bo shows up, a baby Bo shows up as a sleep paralysis demon tonight after you listen to this. Uh-huh, with his t- vampire teeth the and vampire cross eyes. Man, cross eye. <laughs> that was, this was great. Uh, this was a nice little rem- reminiscing episode about things. It was a little bit dump, a little bit fun time, a little bit reminiscing. Oh, I don't know yeah. if I had, had a really great episode. time. It was pretty good. It was a good one. Tell me what your favorite Transformer is and what your favorite retro for Warhammer 40,000 model. My favorite Justin's Transformer. Mom, tell me about Justin in 93. <laughs> yeah. My favorite Transformer is definitely J- Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> uh, David. David, the, the dog is my, it's, I don't watch Transformer. That was when the, the animal Transformer. Is a little, my little favorite uh, Warhammer yeah. uh, oh, yeah. is the no, psionic. The um, Crackaloid. <laughs> Crackaloid. Oh, uh, one last thing. And I, I was really hoping it would be 1993, but Dunkaroos came out in 1992. So didn't make hey. Sorry, Dunkaroos. I also came out oh, in 1992. It wasn't as ugly as Bo. <laughs> and Bo, Beast Wars didn't start until 1996. Oh my God. I was making like a joke, you fucking oh nerd. Oh my God. Fact checking. <laughs> now who's the fact checker? This is the episode right. of fact checking. I mean, take us out of here.
Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Why do you say hey again if it's the end? It was more more like hey now, you know, hey now. Thank you for listening um, to this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to uh, all of the things that came out 30 years ago in 1993 in honor of our 30th episode doing this podcast. Wow, we've been doing this episode for 30 or this podcast for 30 episodes. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. (laughs) We've been doing this for so goddamn long. That's a long time. I'm really proud of us. Uh, I hope that everyone has had fun. Coming along, we're going to keep doing it. Like I said, tell us your favorite things from 1993. Uh, We'd love to hear it. And I hope wherever you are, you're having a great day or a good night. And uh, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Ash and Zach are super smart. They went to college and learned a bunch of stuff. And Bo and Andrew didn't go to college because that's the way life goes sometimes. What happens when you put them together and you try to make them learn? Grab your friends, let's listen together on Get Dumped on an Info Dump Podcast. Yeah, Bo, do you have any do you have anything else left to say, Bo? You got anything? Wasn't there something no, you said I, you were gonna say at the end when we were all done? You're gonna sing a song, right? Oh. Yeah, um I will do anything for love. <laughs> but I won't do that. That's beautiful. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. bye. <laughs>